Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to a very special late night edition of Another Pod Do Not Relent in perhaps our latest recording time in recorded history. I'm Slide Whistle. This is true. I have just gotten back like mere moments ago from a trip to California for work and I'm a little jet lagged. It's late. It is I, Immunization. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. It's here. I'm going home. My dragon land of the ancestors. The Forbidden Reach. Oh boy, and I don't know what they were forbidding us from doing over there because there's stuff, but there's not a lot of it. What, you don't like killing my my cousins, all those rares, over and over again? Yeah, you know, good old cousin Big Crab. And I will give them this. There is a lot of variety on the things that you find. I feel like 99% of the bad guys are in a cave, but sometimes I'll go in there and there's like a giant moss woman. One time it was three silly pirates. One time it was just a lizard man who was smaller than me. I was like, you never know what you're gonna get. Man, if all the rares are in caves, that's like one of my pet peeves about about like rare spawns when they're in caves. <laughs> Don't you oh. worry, immunization. Not only are they in caves, there's one special boy who's in a cave at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and I'm talking like they're deep, and it's so annoying because every single time Gazrakrek or whatever his name is spawns, I pl- I fly into the water, and you're flying your dragon riding mount almost feels like it's slower underwater than the average mount. So you have to switch mounts. It's a whole pain in the ass. That's annoying. But uh, yeah, as I said earlier, um, the aforementioned trip perfectly lined up with when this 10.0.7 patch released, so I have not really been able to play it. I attempted to log in on hotel Wi-Fi. The first night, it was like, I had like 1500 MS and I could barely do anything on any character. I think I was just able to like open my vault. No bow in there, so don't worry. Like, bow, I mean, I know bow watch is over, but I just thought it would be funny to mention. <laughs> the second night, I was so tired from a 13-hour site visit like, and traveling that I was just physically unable to play, even though the MS was fine. So that was unfortunate. <laughs> okay, wait, this is actually a perfect opportunity then. Okay, so for, as somebody who hasn't been able to touch the new patch, as much as somebody who has, what is something you are more most interested in figuring out what the hell it is in this new patch? <laughs> Honestly, all of it. I mean, I know we do spoilers a lot on here, but somehow 10.0.7 has been elusive enough to me that I don't really know what to expect other than it's a new region and it kind of gave me like Corthia vibes from the way you guys were describing it. Corthia vibes is pretty much the vibes that I'm getting. Um, I'm getting Corthia plus vibes. It feels like this is a smaller version of Corthia. The systems are all pretty much the Corthian systems, including the gem and the fucking chisel to unsocket your gem. It's just a part of the landscape now, (laughs) instead of being your pocket. (laughs) I will say, I don't usually give things to Corthia, but buying the chisel was weird, but at least you could do it everywhere. Now, if you want to get rid of one of the little gems in your ring, not only do you have to go back to base camp, you got to get real snugly with my man at the table. You got to get within like half a foot and then the little action button silently appears like, okay, now you can unsocket it. 
Oh my god, wait, I, I realize we're actually going too fast. Aaron, we gotta talk about the step before that. The Scara Vaults. Okay, so when you first heard that you were going into the Scara Vaults, what were your expectations? And did, did were they met when you went inside for the well, first time? Well, <laughs> when I went into the Scara Vaults, I thought, epic, it's going to be a big vault dungeon, sort of like if old heads in the chat remember Withered Army training. Like you're going through the vaults. But this was certainly not that. You know, I'm kind of glad because uh, Slide Whistle and I were on like a FaceTime call like before I went to bed and he was telling me about some things and he was telling me about this and he, he actually mentioned Withered Training too, Withered Army Training. And I, I got like a little bit of PTSD. I was triggered for a second. I was like, no, please tell me it's not like that. And then he's like, oh, don't worry. It's not. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then he was like, yeah, you better be thank God because you were bad at Withered Army training. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, yeah, first I off, never, I never did off. it. He was horrible. He was so bad. He was just wasting his minions. They would just die immediately. I'm like, you got to use the witch's hat on the buff. What are you doing? I didn't ask to be called out like that. But yes, I was bad at it. Scare of Vaults is just weird because... You kill the spider, which maybe it'll be a rotating cast, or maybe that spider is the gatekeeper forevermore. <laughs> but you kill the spider, and then the Volpera and the Kul'Tiran man cross their arms, and they're like, well, get opening. And it's just a big cylindrical chamber, and you just casually go around and open things. It's kind of nice. I mean, yeah, it's not a lot of threats, not a lot of, like, urgency. You're not, like, timed. It's not like the clock's ticking. It's just, like, just pick a door if you have a key. And then what happens when you don't have a key? I don't know. Leave. And then you can come back later if you do have a key. The spider will be back, but all the doors are still open. So, since I haven't done it yet, um, I, I just posted a thing, like, I believe somewhere in our Discord, which you can join by going to donotrelent.com about like the proper order to do this because i knew that like from the sound of it i would personally accidentally do it in the wrong order and like well, well if you do it in the wrong order do you just like waste keys is that what it is um yeah so like technically you can waste keys but then like not technically now that i've done it so like i've i i completed all the vaults i did it like the same night that the vaults were available to be opened um it's really easy to do you have a whole week to open like 21 30 vaults 28 um, so the video that you're talking about was like, you need to make sure that you save your keys until after you do this. And like, yeah, like you, you will save like a little bit of time on the questing, but in the grand scheme of things, it actually isn't yeah. that crazy to get a key. I did not heed the video's advice. So the big thing I lost out on was, I think they give you like six keys to start with in yeah. the introductory quest. I did all six. I left. I talked to the Volpera, and she's like, we got to explore everything. Here's a quest to open three vaults. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I guess I need to find, like, keys seven through nine now, which I did, because you get them by just killing rares or opening boxes. So it took me, like, an extra hour to, than it would have. Oh, wait, you you could have just traded in your Elemental Flux to gamble for it. Or what's it called? Elements, ele, pro, uh, uh, elemental Rocks. You get little rocks that you can combine to make into things. 
Oh, is this is this like a, a mechanic? Like, what was it in Legion where there's that random cave where you would like get these uh, tokens to gamble with? Okay, yeah. So there's actually a lot of mechanics going on. I realize you guys are talking about two separate mechanics. There's a little rock mechanic that you can use to break down primal gems and to make new primal gems with a vendor. And there's also a vendor who is the one that you're talking about. That's like the Legion archaeology vendor. You can you can spend two thousand of your elemental cummies and you can gamble to get this box and the box might have a key. It might have oh, more than two thousand elemental yeah. cummies and it might have a lot less. So you like you're playing a yeah, gamble. There's, there's a lot of fun bucks they're throwing at you, but they're also taking elemental overflow, which you could kind of casually get through doing elemental events. Now it just it's just everywhere. You get you used to get two from killing an enemy. Now an enemy will get you 50 minimum, and the big ones give you several hundred. Oh, shit. Are these the So, like, you can just very quickly, like, farm up, like, the mount that we were supposed yes. to be able to farm up last patch, right? Yes. The, the lizard that was the only thing that I aspired to do, I got within three minutes on the forbidden reef. yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny like i think a rare drops like a thousand <laughs> like a thousand elemental so i like went through it all i had 18k elemental fl- I, I keep wanting to call it flux um ele- elemental cummies i spent all of that on gambling for keys and then i opened all the vaults and then i farmed more keys and then i sent keys to my alts <laughs> so I, i've been i've been a key farm in person um i have 30 keys ready for next week <laughs> so the first day i'm gonna crack a ball open so is there like a max number of doors or chambers or vaults or whatever that you can open per week i think it's like 20, 21 28 27 21 28 there's i don't know like you that. just said 21 and i know for a fact i'll just use the vine kid saying it right there 21 Oh, I was thinking more like one twenty-one volts. I actually think it's twenty-eight. <laughs> I actually do think it's twenty-eight because the achievement you get for opening them all in one week is, I think, it's twenty-eight. So, it's okay. So, I think we haven't really described what's what the vaults well enough. Like, like Aaron laid some groundwork. I I don't know why that spider responds. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But the the rooms are randomized for each person. So the rooms that Aaron saw were different than the rooms that I saw. And they they run the gamut from one was like, it's just treasure. There's treasure on the floor. Pick it up. Another one was like, there's a wind elemental. Kill it to unlock the elemental box. One was just Ifelkofer Iron Keg and Nasty Goblin Man. We're like, we heard there's brews in here. Pick up pages to, and we'll give you something. And then there was my favorite, which was the whole room was on fire. And I looked around and I was like, how do I put this out? And I couldn't find anything. When I looked online, I couldn't find it. So I was like, I guess this room is just on fire. Ooh, okay. So so I had some fire rooms. So basically, you are just you have puzzles. This whole vault is a puzzle. And sometimes the puzzles involve multiple rooms interacting with each other. So I had a fire room. I had a couple of solutions to solve the fire room. Uh, there was a fire crystal buff on the first floor one of the rooms that you that I could grab, which allows me to walk over the fire to loot treasure chests or to dance with the little lady in the middle. Or uh, if you unlock an alchemist room, you can find empty vials 
in some of the rooms, take those empty vials to other rooms or that room. You can get elixirs and potions. And one of the potions is like a water that puts out fire in a room. So you can basically put out the fire or you can Ooh, or you can freeze the that... ice or you can fire the ice and you can like melt it and stuff. So like these fire rooms will stay on fire until you open one of the other doors that has something that you can deal with it with? Yes. And you might not even like, so like I opened a room that I was like, oh, I could have put this out. But it's like I got a fire crystal room that gives me a fire resistance buff. So I didn't have to put it out. But I did it anyway after the fact because I could. And there's other rooms like that. There's there's one room that I had that had four chests dangling from the ceiling. And the only way to get them all to fall was by pulling a chain that was hidden in four other rooms uh, in a sequence to get that that chest to lower. So it's like it's like it's, it's like you're like basically like Indiana Jonesing pretty safely these puzzles and stuff. Maybe they'll get harder or more dangerous, but probably not. And don't worry, everyone. I know we hadn't seen it yet in Dragonflight, but the Scarab Vaults do include the. I have a bunch of random shapes that are all mixed up. Click two points to make sure that none of them touch each other, which is a tried and true staple of World of Warcraft. Is this like a mini game or? Yeah, it's the one that you would do in Najatar. And then was Najatar the only place that you did it? It's like when you see it, you'll know what it is. And then I'm hoping one of them also has Bejeweled because I do miss Glow Up Rune Bejeweled. Wait, you, you can still play it. Get the toy. No, I don't have the toy. <laughs> I have yet to get it. Whenever I miss it, I just go over <laughs> to Najatar and grab one of those little chests. I'll, I'll make and send you one. I sent one to Amun the other day. He didn't have one either. Yeah, um, it was for when I was uh, camping out in the Onaran Plains for the bird wa- uh, Birdwatcher achievement. That's pretty neat. <laughs> Let me tell you, that, that achievement was quite the ordeal. But uh, it did help pass the time while I was waiting for some birds that never spawned. Okay, but the whole point <laughs> we were talking about the Scarabalt was because of the stones. Uh, you find the stones inside of the Scarabalts. You see, primordial stones that power your ring. There's a lot of, it's, it's a very weird mix of a lot of other mechanics, but like a lot of light mechanics, I feel like. It's kind of bizarre. So, yes, the, the main point is eventually in the thing, you'll find the schematics to make a magic ring. And it's like, damn, there's a dragon that, that's at home base and he loves to make this thing. And then when you do it, he's like, I made the thing, but there's three holes in it. Ooh, you should put some of your magic rocks in there. Like it's that one Corthia mechanic, but less ob- obtrusive. Dami mommy shards. Dami mommy stones. So you in the Scarab Vaults, you'll find random Dami mommy stones, like a lot. You can socket three, but I'm holding on to nine additional ones. And does it take up nine slots in your bag? Yes. Yep. You can sell them for like 15 gold if it's a stinky one. But if you want to hold on to them, you have to hold on to all of them. There's a lot of them. And they do, a lot of them are like, some are like very obviously for healers. Some are very obviously for tanks. Some are like, if you interrupt, you exhale smoke, dealing 9,000 fire damage to enemies within an eight yard cone. They're all kind of goofy like like that. So that one is distinctly not for healing priests. Yeah, you would never get to use it. 
Yes, I, I can tell you with my 40-second interrupt, I did not slot that into my magic ring. Nor did I do the one where it's like, rub your feet on the ground to make a static charge. And when you charge into someone, it deals damage. Well, I don't move too much. I'm very infamous for not, so not choosing that one either. Yeah, and so you can upgrade these stones to 424, which upgrades the ring. If like all three stones are 424, then the ring will also be 424. Um, but like, it's just bizarre because now they're like tweaking the stones so they're like stronger. They buffed these things like four times today. No, I was just going to say, I was waiting for my flight in the airport at LAX, and then, like, just while I was there waiting for my flight, legitimately, Wowhead posted, like, three articles about how the stones got buffed. And then, like, when I was up in the air at some point, I was able to, like, sneak onto some Wi-Fi, and then there were, like, three more that came through. I'm like, how many times are these going to be buffed? And it was, like, seven times over the course of the last several days, and all of them were like, all of the stones are buffed by 25%. And then the next one's like, all of the stones are buffed by 25%. And then just like that, like five times. I'm like, damn. So like these stones are going to be like good, right? Well, when I was saving my stones, I was only getting like a 0.3% upgrade. And a 0.3% upgrade is not very good in normal upgrades. But then with these, with all these upgrades, they're going to be like fucking through the roof. Like, like the ones, so some of the ones that I was using is like 72% upgrade. 34% upgrade. And I'm like, okay. So we they want this ring to be the ring everybody's wearing, which has some people not happy. And I'm like, what else are you guys doing right now? It's like, <laughs> just play the patch. And if you don't like it, then don't play the patch. I don't know. It, it feels weird that they're introducing this big ring before... I guess it'll carry into 10.1, but it's weird that it's showing up now. Like, the dragon's like, you've unlocked the magics of the Reach. You can use it to, I don't know, get higher mythic pluses, I guess? There's not a big effort going on right now that I feel like we need this heat for. Yeah, I also don't understand why people are mad, because, like, it seems to me like they just give you this ring, and if you just do the Scare of Alts for, like, a little bit, you'll get all the stones, and then you can upgrade them. Like, is it a grind to upgrade them? No, you have all week. You have all week to do this. And you don't need, like, I'm telling you, elemental flux, flow, whatever, and keys fall out of the sky. They they come at you. They're ready to give themselves to you. So, I I don't know. It's, it's not that hard. Just, just go into the vaults. You don't even have to do all the vaults if you don't want to. Just get the stones that you need or the ones that you think would be fun to play with and play with them. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like Blizzard obviously wants these rings to be best in slot, or else they wouldn't be buffing them ten times every day. Um, and it seems to me as if there's an overall bis thing, at least it's easily accessible. Hmm. I also think people are forgetting that this is not a major patch. It's ten point oh point seven. It's a half seas patch. Normally we get bullshit in these patches. Yeah, and then also, to go off of what Aaron said and what you just said, so, like, are they going to be able to have this ring and these stones be upgradable in 10.1 somehow? Because, like, I feel like it is kind of weird to introduce, like, a distinctly bis ring just for a half patch. I don't remember if these rings are coming with this or not. Something tells me that they are, but I don't I haven't read anything recently about it, so I don't remember... 
the people's people's problems with these ranks right now is, is that they don't have stats. They're like, oh well, it doesn't have mastery. Oh, it doesn't have haste. I'm an evoker. I have 95% mastery. I gave up so much of that for a ring that is going to do more damage. Like, I don't know. Just test it. Yeah, like sim it at its max level, and it'll probably be better, right? I feel like they're just they're trying to find a new pacing stride it kind of feels like so like okay if we can like deliver less content per patch but give more patches with more content then maybe it'll keep people around for long that's kind of what this feels like right now I'm, I'm okay with because i can assure you the actual story content of this patch is over pretty quick so all i've done so far is uh talk to the Drakthir up by the dragon aspects in Veldraken, watch the cinematic and fly over because I my MS was so fucked that like I couldn't even see myself flying at all when I was going over there. <laughs> so like is is the cinematic the the lore and story is that it? Well, uh, kind of. The big thing is that you go to the Forbidden Reach with Scale Commander Emberthal, I believe is her name, former sexiest NPC of the week. And she's like, it feels so good to raise up all of my crew and explore our home. Nothing could attack us in our home. And then who's that but the big mustard bitch himself? The bad guy for 10.1 is like, hey, remember when you brought all your homies? They're dead. And she's like, no way. And she has a tiff with... Why did I want to say Abyssian? Um, Black dragon that is a tauren. Listen, I can't believe that they did this whole thing and they didn't have it voice acted. Wait, Neltharion? Is that what... Eben Horn. Eben Horn. Eben Horn was like, I know... The mustard man killed all of your friends, but you have to be patient. And she's like, you know nothing. You let us go. I'm going to go kill him in a 1v1. I'm going to meet him in the wildy. And then the climax of the story is you climb a cliff, you kill some people, and eventually Sarkarath is like, Emberthal, I, cl- <laughs> like, I have the DBZ wasteland if you want to go one-on-one. And then she looks at Ebonhorn and is like, no, you can leave. And he does. And then Ebonhorn's like, I'm very proud of you. Oh, that one was voice acted, right? Yes, that okay, one was it. voice acted. They had a lot of, uh, there was some back and forth. A lot of the random Drakthir were just communicating with you in slash S. But Emberfall and... Ebonhorn, they did actually have some voice acted parts. And then that was a very beautiful cutscene where it was like not in game, but using the in game engine. And their lip syncing was on point, especially for two like monster people characters. Oh, is that what is that the point that you messaged our group chat and said, like, damn, we always yeah, say this, yeah, but like their cutscenes are on point now. <laughs> yeah, they're real good. They they had a lot of like emotional face acting and real good lip syncing from those two which is hard because it's hard to do emotions on, like, not a human face. But that's really kind of where it left off, whereas it's like, Sarkareth stole... Oh, he stole, like, a book from her. It's like, you, she stole... Or he stole a book, and we gotta get that back. 
at some point. But while we're here, let's explore the island a bit. Let's see what's on this island. So, speaking of the island, what 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 are y'all's thoughts of the island so far? The zone itself and what there is to do in it. It's pretty neat. Uh, you can you can fly in it. That's about it. Uh, it's definitely not a a walkable city out there. I mean, it's sort of like it feels even less than what you did in the Drakthir starting zone, despite literally being the Drakthir starting zone. Like even the fart cave is in it. It's wild that they were just like, yeah, you get to come back, but I don't know. Like you just just fly through it, d- ignore all most of this. I feel like a lot of the things on this island are more mechagon based, where you explore and find things rather than it have like a point, I guess. There's treasure chests that are unmarked on your map that are all around this area as well. There's books. There's 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 a whole basically um you know how Nashdar had the achievement where you had to do all those like secondary things and then you would get the title and the crab mount? There's a similar one for this one where it's like go find 10, t- 10 of the books scattered across this thing or go you can summon rares differently than you could before in the past. You get like a buff for it. So like summoning rares, you get one for it's like a kind of a own like make your own kind of fun weird thing, I guess. Is that what they're going for? Oh, is that what you were telling me about earlier where you can use your profession to summon things? Yes, yeah, so like there's, there's profession items that you can use uh, that will summon things and then like so like I was I skinned some big some big ass sheep a rare and when I killed that I got a ham hawk or some, some some of its bones and I put the bone out and I guess it made it mad and it came and attacked me again and people who killed the rare I think the more, more whoever tagged the rare basically gave me like a boost to the stuff that I pick up so I got an extra key off of it I got some scraps or whatever so that's nice I haven't done any of that I've been looking for a magic potion to make to make a knight born guy upset at me and then we attack him but i have yet to see it i've just been flying too much you gotta walk why don't you run wild across this this beautiful island you know, my beautiful home yeah let me know? just let me just run wild up like a sheer cliff face like they, they have designed <laughs> no walkable paths except for like the one area where Razagath busted out of. Everything else is like, I don't, you got a dragon. You know how to use it. Get up there. So um, just give me the quick TLDR, you two. Um, what is the day-to-day in this area that I need to do to get caught up? Well, you need to go to your vault. You need to do that quest line. Basically, do all the quests first is what I say. Because once you do all the quests... The island, it, it kind of gets small because then you're only doing dailies, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or like a world yeah, quest or two. It's, so so what are the dailies then? You remember, Corthia, where you were running around and just kind of opening boxes and killing guys? But it at least felt a little lengthier because it's you had to physically run there. Well, you don't do that anymore. You just, <laughs> you kill a guy in a cave, walk outside the cave, 15 seconds later, you're somewhere else in a different cave killing them. And you just kind of rinse and repeat that until you run out of guys or they respawn. Which sounds boring, but like, I mean, at least it's quick. Yeah, I mean, so like when I do one of the world quests, it's like when you're going through killing all the big Draconoid people that have like a million health for no reason. 
uh, I was in a raid group and there's this loop that they do where they just like run this loop through this building up the stairs through a teleporter through the you you go off a cliff you jump on the spider boss you kill a spider boss you go to another crystal and you're in this loop like a fucking like fucking baby park in Mario Kart over and over again because all the mobs in there and most of the mobs on the island have a chance of dropping scary keys so I finished that with like 13 keys just burning these random strangers and a bunch of elemental flow it's pretty nice there is also every single day you can choose your faction friend sort of that we went over in a previous episode. And when you do that, they give you 10% extra faction increase. They just give you straight up points with them and you get a quest that you can do that will give you even higher faction points with them. So like today I did the Iskara Tascara where some walrus man was like, Go fish up three lunkers on the other side of the island and you'll be our best pal. Or the Valdraken Accord, it was just like, we hate big muscle dragons. Kill 20 of them and come back to me. So um, are they like a built-in, what's the weekly thing? Uh, a contract? Are they like a, a contract, kind of? Yeah, it's like a contract, but I think it's only for that day. Yeah. Because you can go and choose someone else the next day. Yeah. So you get a 10% buff for them, um, and then you get to do a little quest, and basically that's when you save all your fragments. Don't turn in fragments willy-nilly anymore. You hang on to these fragments, and you turn in the rep ones when you have the daily buff up for that people, those people. But it really is, other than the 45 minutes of content at the beginning where Emberthal and Mustard Man fight each other, it is very much just like, Get your eye level up, get your bread up, get your, all your everything. It's very much like, it's less like, let's provide you materials for the raid, like Corthia was. It's just like, okay, surely something's coming. Here's a way to get your steez up before 10.1. Speaking of that, have you guys brought any alts here yet? I hear it's like really good to like quickly gear up alts with like 390, yes. 395s gear? Yes, especially because, like Corthia, you can get gear on different characters for different different armor types. So Growlina gets a bunch of plate that I can then send to Booty ATW, and she gets powered up without even really needing to go there initially. It is, it, I'm to the point to where it's annoying me. My bags are looking like BFA, Mechagon just dropped. Like, I cannot hold all these spring cogs and oil squirts in my bags. They're being filled with BOA pieces of gear, and I'm sending them. I am sending them rapidly. I think I've sent like 30 to 40 pieces, like all together to alts. And I'm like, they're just going to come back to me when I don't check the mailbox in 30 days. Like, fuck me. Yeah, I also don't have a male or a leather character in Dragonflight right now. So, like, I could send it to Wigglestein, but can he even hold on to it? So, until they actually matter, <laughs> I've just been deleting those two. It's just me funneling things to booty right now. It's at least nice with the, with, with that same funnel, though. You can send keys forward and backwards. So, like, say that you have, like, one main and you have, like, three alts because you're me and you're an insane person. You like to do it during time walking. You could you could do the beginning quest on all these alts. You can skip, by the way. I've done this. I've I've skipped two of the quest lines to take you into it. You go right into the vaults, you get your six keys, and you can mail those keys to your main if you're feeling real lazy <laughs> and open your vault immediately. 
Also, I should say, because you mentioned skipping too. Yeah, you roll up to the dragon at the top of the Tower of the Aspects and you can say, just take me to the island and it will. And then you talk to that guy and he's like, things sure are wacky on this island. But you can say, just fucking skip it. Just take me to where everything's done. (laughs) And then it does. And Emberthal's like, that mustard man, he'll pay. So you can get to the same point we're at in like, literally 30 seconds this is good because i was like kind of already feeling overwhelmed at the thought of having to try to get both my priest and my hunter like up to speed after missing like this first week effectively (laughs) no listen if you have if you have a day to spare if you're childless and you don't have no responsibilities and you have a day to yourself you could do all this and you could be good on two characters i did it on two and a half (laughs) Men. <laughs> Slide whistle is. T- I was about to say he is two and a half men. <laughs> Thousands of episodes unwatched. I'm trying to think what. Okay, I think I got toys and pets from the Scare Vault too, though, right? Like, like that was there. I yes, I got several things, including one of my new favorites, bear statue. Whoa, wait, which what's is that? not a toy. It's one of it's one of those things you hold on to and you can use, but like they don't deign it to be a toy i can just summon a vanilla looking roaring bear model and it'll stand in front of me and 15 minutes later i can put it somewhere else (laughs) that's great though i love that kind of shit i bought um i bought a teleporting idol hearthstone from i think a tuscar it was for 2000 elemental cummies and it takes you back to Morcut village like the main hub and it does go away after you use it, which I was very sad to learn. But it made my day just really nice when I was I was, I was in an underwater cave with fucking Zargric or whatever. And I'm like, fuck, I have to go back there. So I used the Hearthstone and then I was back to the village. So lots of vendors have all kinds of stuff. There's fucking recipes. There's recipes on a vendor for, for professions uh, that cost like 10 metal. Check those out. It's at the tip of the shore. A trader hag something. Good luck. <laughs> Alchemy had a whole one. I was like, wow, neat. And it's for like something that's not important. I was like, might as well add it to my repertoire. Oh, that's how you summon. That's how you summon those rares we were mentioning earlier with those things. You can summon the rare. Okay, well, I'll have to bring my priest there because uh, she's a tailor and an enchanter. I'll have to go to the Tiop and check out these recipes. Tiop. Also, if you guys weren't aware, there's fun titles on the island I was looking earlier. Because now, you know, I'm kind of in my Achievement Boy era where I'm just, like, doing achievements because I can. And because I don't want it to be that thing where I get behind on a meta achievement again and I'm doing it the last fucking minute, weeks before an expansion ends. <laughs> you can have the title The Key Master. Well, that's pretty fucking cool from just opening 100, 151 doors. Um, and then I think for doing all the meta achievement, you could be the forbidden, or is it the forbidden one? No, it's the forbidden is the title. So if you have the fucking name Exodia, you can go fucking ham on that shit. Oh, it'd be so sick. Now, do they have the title? Was it the gatekeeper? The gate master? What is have to, right? I was like, what is the other Ghostbusters reference? If if there's a key master that there has to be a gatekeeper, but I didn't see one yet. So I don't know. 
Maybe they figured with uh, the internet culture having Gatekeeper as a name probably wouldn't be the best idea. <laughs> I was idea. about to say, yeah, it would be, you'd look very toxic if you were like, yeah, I'm Dave the Gatekeeper. How about you stop playing my game, women? <laughs> uh, speaking of gatekeeping, growl, yell at some people. It's your girl, Growl, fresh on the scene in the Forbidden Reach, specifically over by the Fart Cave, with my friend, Dashker. Dash, we recently came into possession of these new fancy rings. But does that bother you as much as it bothers me? What do you mean? Like, my fingers are kind of long and bony, I'll admit it. It's hard to get rings on there. Don't you ever wish they could have turned these into earrings or a nice necklace? Oh, I get you. Well, they've done enough necklaces as it is, so that's out. I'd be down for some earrings, though. And think how many earrings I could fit on these big old ears of mine, too. At the very least, this ring is bis, so once you plunk it on your finger, you won't be taking it off. No wear and tear, lol. You're right, Dash. This accessory will be in style for quite a while, so maybe Mama can get used to it eventually. Oh, don't call yourself Mama, LOL. Damn, too cold, friend. Well, that slight out of the way. It's time for part two of DNR. Thank you, Growl. And speaking of World Weary Worgen, I want to unveil my new game. Perhaps the only time it is to be played, because I don't know how interesting it will be, but I am subjugating the two of you to my new game. Man, beast, or something in between. <laughs> I feel like every... Raw! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Howard. Man versus beast. Versus the other one. Or something in between. The name of this game is because I was looking at World of Warcraft names and I was like, wow, there sure are a lot of races that just kind of use guy names, huh? Like a lot of things that used to be humans that retained their guy names. So I have seven names here and I want the two of you to decide, is it a human a Forsaken or a Worgen. The in between. Oh, I see. Uh, I see what you yes, did here. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, our first one is Tobias Mistmantle. What is he? Um. Okay. So Tobias Mistmantle. You said. Yes. I'll say a uh, Forsaken. Slide gets that one. Tobias Mismantle is a worgen. The druid? Ah, uh, I think I'd have to go back and check. I just looked up the worgen in the WoW wiki and saw this name, and I was like, you know what? That one works because there are worgens with normal names, but a lot of them did take the forsaken thing where they became like Garl Snarl Tooth, and I'm like, okay. 
Speaking of confusing names, we have Ander Germain. Human. This is undead. Immune gets that. He ties it up. That is a the human. The That is. <laughs> That is the warrior trainer in Stormwind. I do know that one. He'll be an undead soon. Old heads might instantly get this one. Alexei Barov. Undead. undead. Correct. Both of you know that is a forsaken man. Uh, How about our next one? Lord Grayson Shadowbreaker. Warden. Undead. Eh, wrong. That is the human no. paladin trainer <laughs> in Stormwind. <laughs> what's his name? Oh, I'm sorry. What's his paladin's team? Lord Grayson Shadowbreaker. He breaks Grayson. shadows because he loves the light. Oh, yes. All right. I want to see his license and credentials first, though. So we are officially tied two to two. We are moving on to Gallon Trollbane. Human. Yeah, human. Ah, uh, you dummies. He's old and came back. That's a forsaken he man. Used to be human. Okay. Slide Whistle will really enjoy this one because we are talking about the one, the only author of his favorite Kickstarter book, Jonathan Stats. Undead. Human? Wrong. Jonathan Stats was a worgen. What? He died. He died in Lordanel. Jonathan Stats was not only a worgen, but he is gone. My man was off the team before BC launched. He was anywhere near you and Kata. <laughs> okay, so this is the tiebreaker, it sounds like. Our final one, Apothecary Berard. Undead. Undead. Okay. That is technically right. <laughs> But something is, something is special about Apothecary Berard. What do you think it is? See, a worgen and an undead? Is it's that even possible? Is that even possible? You can't even do that. They're opposites. <laughs> is he one of the like light forged undead? I don't know. Is he gay? Oh. Well, he might be a little light in the loafers, but weirdly enough, Slide Whistle is correct. He is huh? the he is the only Forsaken to Worgen conversion what? in the game. How is yes. that possible? He, b before Worgen were a people in vanilla, he was hit by the Worgen curse while he was doing like exploratory work for the Forsaken and was turned into a feral Worgen boss. Get fucked. So technically he's all three, <laughs> but we never met him as a human. But we did meet him as a zombie and a wolf man. So Slide Whistle does take the inaugural and perhaps only game of man, beast, or something in between. That's me. I'm the man beast duckin'. Well, there you go. I will chug a substantial amount of this uh, Long Island iced tea like <laughs> cocktail in a can thing. Well, we, we were continuing our, our tra new, newly founded tradition of... Uh, Picking up weird tall boys from the liquor store on our corner. So this is what Slide Whistle picked up uh, today. So cheers. I will be chugging this. Chocolo glug. Let's talk about heritage armors because the other thing is the Bane quest line. And let me tell you, that one wasn't voice acted. So that one put me to sleep. Yeah. Can't say that that one was all too interesting. The heritage armors blew that one out of the water. Although really, I don't know what I expected. They were just like Bane's getting up. And I was like, what else? And they're like, he got up. My problem was that, like, 
I was just doing so much voice acted content that all of a sudden the last thing that I chose to do was the Bane one and then it wasn't voice acted. And then I was like, well, my immersion is just, it feels broken now. It was great when I was getting the in-game cinematics for like the the main storyline going into the uh, Forbidden Reach. The human voice acting was also good with Vanessa Van Cleef running around, running shit. Uh, uh, or should I say, uh, Miss Hope Saldine. She's going back to her OG name, people. That's Ooh, right. Which is weird because she was a part of like the shrouded hand. She very much <laughs> came to terms with the fact she was Vanessa Van Cleef. So, but I guess in the like, these shrouded seven hand. years. Oh, the Defias? No, she was part of the secret rogue order. Oh, hall. after the, yeah, the, the, the rogue yeah, people. Yeah, she. She came back and I was like, "You're alive," and she's like, "You need my skills." And it's like, "You're you're a member Wait of the team." So it's weird that she she's like, "I did a lot of assassinating, but it's boring now." Hope Saldine, it is. I was gonna say, I'm still hung up on this, Vanessa. Did we know this Lord drop bomb before or no? What that she was Hope Saldine? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, she was originally Hope Saldine, and then she was revealed to be Vanessa Van Cleef, and that was the big twist. And then we killed her, allegedly, in the Dead Mines. But in Legion Rogue Order Hall, she came back. And it was just like, a, a true assassin never dies. So, yeah. So, I I, I did this human quest line today. I was like, oh, I gotta have a human exhausted with Stormwind, right? It wasn't Alan the Death Knight. It wasn't my warrior, hey. It was Achilles, my hunter, formerlessly homozygous, my worgen hunter. So he must have done it back in the day. Um, and it's cool because, like, I met uh, Matthias Shaw out on the side of a building in, like, Old Town. Um, and, you know, we were, we were just doing some cool shit. He was like, there's a mystery person here, and I will, I will reveal it to you who it is later. And it's all voice acted. It was all cool. Like, it, it was a great quest line. And you are leaving out the, like, huge bomb on us in particular. Oh. Our boy, GHC finally got some flowers yeah so at the <laughs> end of this quest line which actually was pretty lengthy it had me going it, it had me going all over the place i was going to all like the old like human areas i was questing in like elwyn i had to meet in goldshire which that must be in a great experience on moonguard trying to get your human heritage armor quest in the basement of all those sweaty thong draenei <laughs> You need to get a note from the original king of Stormwind, and you're just reaching between like writhing, sweaty Reading bodies. Well for the alliance, and and and, and so so the, the whole story is centered around Anixia. It's it's centered around Lady Katrina Prester and how she was overtaking Stormwind. We all you know we all know that. Um, but the, but one of the main parts of the story was honoring a hero whose name got buried. And I it I. I the minute I brought this up, I was like, I knew I should know his name. I don't fucking know his name. But he's the person who, like, he, like, brought it to the attention that Lady Katrina Prestor was uh, Anixia in the first place. And I guess, like, they were claiming that other people stole his honor. That Bolvar, Bolvar Ford Dragon, claimed he discovered Anixia first. When really, he borrowed it from this human man whose name was forgotten to history. So, like, part of it is, like, getting the this, this soldier's legacy back. And at the end of the quest, you ask uh, GHC, 
the THC to honor the fallen soldier, to honor this man. And they said that we're going to put flowers on his grave. We're going to bring attention to his memorial. Um, so I haven't seen that they've done that yet in the game. I'm sure they have. But it's kind of a cool, like, nod to things. And they also kind of, like, soft retconned. It wasn't really a retcon. Or maybe I just didn't know that Anixia was controlling. She was controlling she was exerting power with an amulet that she had that was like an artifact that we were keeping in stormwind so her evil mind control amulet is still there so like it's not mind control it's they they were very careful with this so the defias brotherhood stole the trinket from the stormwind whatever the fuck we keep our artifacts apparently and they were like oh she she used this amulet to exert control over the, the stormwind people but the vanessa was like well, hang on. It wasn't. It wasn't totally magic. They already had hate in their hearts. The the nobles hated the commoners. The commoners had beef with the nobles. The Defias felt that they were downtrodden. So like they they were easier to manipulate. They weren't fully mind controlled. Is kind of the thought process going on here. So basically, this is just an old trinket that you really grew attached to, like five expansions ago, that you ke are keeping in void storage. And, like, maybe if there was, like, time walking, it would be just as powerful again? I think so. I, I Pretty much. But luckily, we stopped this guy before he was able to get into the time walking dungeon. Because he was kind of a jobber. He summoned, like, three Defias at a time to come after us. And I'm like, just summon nine at once. Like, maybe we'll do better than three at a time. <laughs> you don't forget, it only took one Defias Brotherhood member to take down the Queen of Stormwind. Yeah. They truly are a mighty folk. Yeah, so so you kind of like broke down like uh, one of the noble houses and you defeated them. Um, it kind of sounds like Vanessa Van Cleef is completely like abandoning the Defias Brotherhood, or not really abandoning them, but that they've abandoned her. She was saying that like now they're all just thieves and brutes and cutthroats and they don't have any code and they don't have any honor and they don't fight for anything. So she was like, kill them all. <laughs> so we were just killing Defias Brotherhood members. Um, there was a small sect of them that were like, we will follow you wherever you go, Vanessa, uh, or Hope, whatever you want us to call you. And, you know, that was cute or whatever. That was nice, I guess. Well, that was cute or whatever. <laughs> Again, all voice acted. So, like, I was, I was, I was in. Like, they had me. I was running around Westfall. I was walking past Two Shoe Lou's graveyard. You know, it was kind of nice. So that's a human one. Like, what did you guys think of the actual armor set that we get for completing this? It's Liddy. Liddy Liddy. It is not as bad as I thought it would be as I I would dreaded this thing. I'm like, oh, it looks lame. But there are visual differences. You can sort of mix and match things and colors. It is pee cool. I don't have anyone who can wear it yet, but I'll look forward to it. Yeah, like three colors, you get two different variations on three of the colors for three of the items. So you get an extra, an extra what, six, 12, an extra 18 items. Is that right? Something like that. It's it's crazy. Do you get a bunch of parts for the orc cartridge armor? Do you get do you get any mixed match parts for that? Uh, the I don't know. I don't think so. The which I will touch upon this in a second here. But it seemed like it was kind of the same set or very similar, but just in different colors. That said, I didn't look very hard. 
Yeah, okay, so Aaron, you did the Aura Carriage armor set, so like, let's throw our dirty Horde fans a little bone, give us like a Cliff Notes version for the people who care. Okay, so the whole thing starts with Etrig says, hey, Orc, come here. So you go into the chamber, and he's like, he's there with, okay, so this is wild. He's there with Thrall, Agra, who's this? A tiny Orc child. It's Reze is like a physical presence. She exists. And who's that? It's a weird hunched over tiny orc man. Why, that's a grown-up Durek. What? Durek and Reze, not only in this thing, they talk. And Durek does not talk like, hello, fellow champion. It's like, I I do hope we can bring honor wait, to the wait orcs. Are, are these, are, who are these people? Are these Thrall's kids? These are kids? his children, yeah. Thrall's kids. One, Thrall's daughter is like eight. And Thrall's son is like 17 years old. Like he he walks around. He's a tiny orc model. Or like a a like 70% size orc model. Wait, why though? <laughs> They're there, because the whole thing is Etrig pulls you in and he's like, orcs are orcs, but we're kind of just like war orphans. We don't actually have like a heritage anymore. So we're gonna go to Drekthar and he's gonna suggest something. So you load into actual Altrak Valley. I pulled up the map, and it's like you can see the Alliance base and everything. And you go to Drek'thar, and he's like, we used to have a, a ritual that people would do when they hit puberty, but no one's done it. Not even you have done it. And he points at Thrall, and he's like, you baby bitch. You baby bitch. <laughs> it is. He's like, you're un- like, I don't care that you lead the horde. You're untrained, and you stink. So we're going to do a new one called the Amgora. And it's like, we're going to need someone to lead the Amgora, someone who is spiritually strong. And Thrall's like, thank you. I may not be official, but he's like, he's like, shut your little green mouth. We're talking about your wife. He goes, oh, really? He goes, yeah. Agra knows a lot more about things than you do. So sit down. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're like, Thrall, you've been a weak-ass hoe for, like, two expansions now. Yeah, it's like, just because you can swing a hammer doesn't mean you know anything about being green, dummy. But also, there is a part where it's like, we need to prove that you're strong enough. Fight Drek'thar's wolves, and then fight an elemental he summons from the elements. But it's, oh, hello, Persephone. I don't know if you could hear her screaming in the background. But it's funny, though, because he's like, I am summoning them. Drek'thar is very infamously... <laughs> A paraplegic. He sits in a chair and can't move, but they don't have casting animations when you're sitting down. So he magically gains the ability to stand up on his chair, summon things, and then, like, in one frame, slash sits. The perfect orc. <laughs> He's like, it's like, it's like your old peepaw. It's like, it's, a, it's not that I couldn't get up. I'm just saving it for an important moment like this. So I felt bad because you go back to Orgrimmar and it's like Razor Hill's going to be where the party grounds are. And then it's like, walk with my kids, champion, and escort them to the party ground. Or, you know, you can just fly there. <laughs> and I was like, I'm working on a limited time frame. I don't know when we're going to record. So sorry, like Reze and Durek were saying something and I just flew away on my griffin. Also, like not to make this during the Alliance, but also to make this about the Alliance. Like... Blizzard, again, is showing their bias here. Why is Moira's son not grown up yet? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, literally, literally, Reze is, or Reze is younger than, <laughs> than this kid. I hate it. 
I absolutely hate it. It was even like a, a orc child model that didn't look like the other orc child models. This is like a new thing. Special new design for these orc teens, these tweeners, these baby poppers. What are they called? Baby tweeners? Tweeny, tweeny baby poppers? Yeah, these fucking tweeny baby poppers. Spicy jalapeno tiny tweener poppers. <laughs> <laughs> They're full of cream cheese. So we show up at the event grounds and who's there but Agrilarb or like Agrilon. And I was like, what? And I think Agra did like a back to Africa. She went, she did like a back to Africa type thing where she's in like spiritual garb and she's going by her full name. She won't use her slave name anymore. And I was like, okay. And she's like, you need to do several things to honor the orcs before you become the first guy to ever do Amgora. One was kill a raptor and show that you're able to hunt and you have no armor, but I don't know if it, I think it was just an aesthetic thing. The other one was like, honor the thunder lizards. Cause we killed them all. <laughs> They're all dead. But the important one was, it was like, okay, you Karen Ironbane, you don't have a clan. None of you guys do. Cause you're war orphans go into this building and you got to talk to the leaders of each orcish clan. And you actually got to choose what your character is from. Wait. So what were the options? Uh, like Blackrock, uh, Frost Wolves, Shattered Hand, all of like the good ones. But I was mad because the ones I like are all the bad ones. There's no Shadow. There's no like Dead Eye. There's no very unfortunately. There's no Laughing Skull, which is the old, is the Orc Clan that I find interesting. So I I teamed up with Etrig and the Blackrock. So technically, Karen Ironbane is a Blackrock orc. Wow, look at that. You finally found your people. Finally. I'm still looking for my dad, though. <laughs> Gromgar Ironbane. Uh, big ups. I'm still looking for you, buddy. So also another thing is you once you've chosen your clan, you have to prepare a big meal, which Durek hangs out with you. And he's like, I think that guy sells spices. Ew. Is that guy selling alcohol? I don't get what adults do with that. I'm like, shut your, shut your blue ass up. Which, by the way, he's blue. I don't know why, but he's blue. Blue? He's like the color blue. <laughs> I don't know why. I think they were just like, we don't have any blue orcs. It's probably a good reason. You go and prepare a meal and you give it to the spirits. And who walks up but like every dead nice orc? Thrall's parents, Sourfang, Broxigar, minus his very famous axe, like the one thing Broxigar is known for. Uh, it's Gromish Hellscream, but not <laughs> Garrosh, which makes sense well... because he's gone, but I'm like, <laughs> y'all were shitty for that. My man was an orc through and through. What? They can't, they can't, they can't have him be there. That'd be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he literally exploded himself so that he could never come back. I'm just like, you'll do my man wrong. <laughs> and so once you do all of this, they're like, they just, they're like, okay, we're going to have a huge feast and we're going to drink because Karen is the very first person to pass the Amgora, our new ritual. And at that point, the quest is to enjoy the ritual and you get percentage based on what you do. You can fight people, you can eat food, but I proceeded to drink drinks, which gave you 2%. I 
solely drank drinks. I was incredibly drunk. Every time I would drink one, I would throw up. The screen has like zero opacity. Like you, <laughs> you couldn't see anything. It was so blurry. But that's how she spent her Amgora. And then when that was done, Thrall made a speech about how important it is that we finally found ourselves as a people. And I was like, Thrall? I don't mean to like baby you because you've gotten a lot of that today. I'm more mature than you now. Like I've... Also, I'm blackout drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I've passed the ritual and actually you haven't. So I'm more important than you right now, Thrall. And, and also, uh, Agrilon put an end to the ritual and Thrall didn't do it. So like, until next year, I'm still his senpai. He still has to, he has to report to me. At least in terms of orc things. Yeah, it's like, he can't challenge me on anything. Fuck you. I'm the Omgora man. You're nothing. You you didn't even do the old ritual. Poo-poo on you. And then I got the armor and it's big and it's got horns and there's a skull on your shoulder. Well, that's Neat cool. Enough. Yeah. Overall, it was okay. Uh, I was just upset because they put a lot more work into some of these than other ones, having done all of them. And I'm like, I wish we could go back and do the early ones and put a little more into it. But then I don't know, because the allied races that you don't do anything, but you do have to do a quest to unlock the allied race. So yeah, I true. guess it's even. I guess it's even, but there there wasn't a lot of like voice acting and stuff. Like back when you did the Worgen things, the lady who tried to cure the curse and the dragon and Tess Greymane, they were all coming at you in Slash Say. Whereas this sort of on par with the humans had a lot of talking. Also, also, I'm sorry, my final note here, Ryder Josh was in attendance and he rocks. It's just a Ryder I think he goes Ryder. Between, Ryder, I think he goes between Orgrimmar and Razor Hill, but it's just an orc man who has like a helmet and nothing else. He's naked riding on a wolf Uh-oh. and he was drinking a beer on his wolf. Like, what a great party. And I'm like, Ryder, Josh, you rock. <laughs> Josh is a rider, you know? Josh is cool as shit. Ryder die, honestly. He needs a party with the Alliance. But yeah, Bane. Oh, yeah. He was there. Like, I started to do it. Okay, so <laughs> so the second I started it, I was like, let me get dressed for this. Because I know Bane's a little uncomfortable with the centaur. So I immediately put on my Onarn Plains set. I put on my title Consguard. I put on my beautiful flag from the Anarn Plains. And I put on, uh, to show Ben that I really meant business, I was wearing the flag of the Nakud, the evil centaur that most definitely hurt his people. <laughs> <laughs> and this quest starts. And, I, and I'm, I'm dressed perfectly because it's like, I can't trust a centaur. And I'm looking and I'm like, well, I am wearing their garb and I'm a Consguard. Hello. And then they fucking, they had me like, fucking deliver dead people's items to them and one of the ladies had a baby that looked like fucking Muzi on the front of her chest and she was like the Nakud killed my husband and now my baby will grow up uh, fatherless just like I did and I'm just staring at her in full Nakud garb like yep we did that also you ha- you there, you can unlock N- like Nakud garb uh yeah you you can unlock their flag when they choose, like, cho- choose a flag because you're, like, level 27 friends with us. And Nakud is one of them. It's just weird that they're one of them, right? Because the rest are, like, the actual three other clans. And then it's like, hey, here's the evil one just because if you want to be evil. 
And it's just Bane being like, I never trust centaurs. And Torin, like, Torin, these Torin are like PTSD traumatized. One of them was literally singing like a children's song about like centaur coming to kill them because he was like shaking back and forth and he was like rattled. And I was like, Jesus, you people like deal with it. <laughs> and the and the big through line is that I believe his name is Bavar, which was some elder Torin to Bane. Bavar was taken, but it was indicated that he might still be alive. So you had to do a lot of quests. Is he dead? On, on the pursuit, uh, did you finish the thing? No, I haven't. Because okay, do you want to know how it ends? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay. So I was I, Bane and the person he was with, they they kept spitting dialogue out, and and I have an add-on that makes all the text appear above their head in a nice little bubble, and it was just blink 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 with so much text and no voice acting and i'm like oh, i'm trying to read it so i got overwhelmed and i had to do, do something else but i'm assuming bavar is not alive you eventually track him down to like the big camp the one that always says primal storms slash you have to kill <gasps> that pvp guy in there and you keep investigating and it's like four torrid were brought here you see a fresh corpse in front of you three remain and you do that until eventually no. you find him uh. And Bane freaks the hell out. He's like, I was taken by the centaurs once, and it was Bavar who risked his life to save me. And now those monsters have killed him. So you and Bane go on a really long crusade to kill all of the centaur. Like, it's it's like a, a Shadowlands level of, like, kill one guy. That's half a percent. You have to kill a lot of them. And then he's like, I hate every centaur. Let's kill the leader. You go to kill the leader. And then in a scripted cutscene, the leader jobs on, or he beats you up. And it's like, oh, my rage led me to ruin. But who's there to save you? It's Scout Talmol. Yeah, I know her. She's the hunt lady. Yep. And she, and it's like, I can't believe you centaurs helped us fight the centaurs. And she's like, I mean, there's like different tribes. You're a, you're, you're, a, you're a tribal culture. You should understand that. And he's like, I am just now putting the pieces together. <laughs> and oh, so, boy, Bane. But some of her people die, too. So you go back and you have a funeral for the dead people he knew and the dead people she knew. And then he's like, thank you, friend. You have made me understand the differences between tribes. Here's here's a toy, which is called Test of Strength, which all it is, is you take a log and you throw it upright somewhere. I don't know if you saw me playing with it at Raid on Wednesday, but that's all it is, is you throw a log and it sticks straight up in the ground I when it lands. I saw that log, I was like, and I went, what the fuck is that? What is that big tree going out there? That's a toy you can do every two minutes, and all it is is you throw a log somewhere else, and it lands in the ground. And Bane's like, that is for teaching me compassion and understanding. I like how my man went from, like, literally sitting around and moping around for, like, an entire expansion. And before that, who even knows what he was doing? And then, like, he just gets this unvoice-acted storyline now where... He's exposed to how he's racist. <laughs> it had to be like someone years ago wrote the Centaur Torin like war. 
and then they forgot about it. And then <laughs> when they were writing Dragonflight, there's like, there's centaurs in here. And it's like, oh shit, Josh, you know what we should do? It's like, oh, 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 oh my God, oh my God. And they started typing. <laughs> it's very much felt like an afterthought. The test of strength, especially proving that. Oh, them silly Torin. So maybe I would have liked the quest more if I would have finished it. Hey, moral of the story, I guess. Finish your quest. We're talking about them on a podcast. Yeah, it's a big day for if you wanted to do any of the story stuff in 10.7. Uh, sorry, bud. That's kind of all we did today. Now it's time for our TTBBMM. I will kick us off with the top two. My top two is I accomplished the best thing in the world, and I am now Bird Watcher. This shit was painful. This shit was almost like pound fest camping 80 hours in the Gorgon Desert levels of camping. Yeah, but it was like split over the course of camping like six different birds. <laughs> yeah, I never knew when one bird was going to end and the nether would begin. But let me tell you, I got them all done. And that last one was a doozy. Uh, now I'm a bird watcher. So I've been just putting birds on whenever I can. I got a bird on my shoulder, a bird on my head. I got a bird following me. I ride around a bird if I can. I'm, I'm birding, you know? Bird up. Yeah, you be birding. I'll be burden. What about you, Aaron? What's your top toot, bottom boot, medium moot? Well, my top toot this week doesn't even have to do with me. I was privy to the first 20 minutes of the guild's attempts to get AOTC with for those who missed it and the other group. And then I very dramatically logged off because I was like, I actually have better things to do today. I want to watch YouTube in bed. But Slide Whistle did stick around, and he helped them achieve AOTC for the people who missed it. So there will be no sour grapes when it comes to Group 1 and Group 2, because even random people who betrayed us and left the guild managed to sneak their way back in and get the achievement. Yeah, like, okay, what the fuck? Okay, so, like, when the group merge was happening, I was like, well, it's we already got AOTC, so for us... Who cares? Now it means people can leave. And they only had they had a single healer for their raid group. And it was a healer I just recruited like very recently to help that to help them out. Because normally they, they're in charge of their own raid recruiting, not me. Because I don't know what the fuck they need. You know what I mean? So out of the goodness of my heart, I found somebody just as I could. And <laughs> that poor bastard was the only person healing for him. So our group was really weird. We had like five DP five healers to like 20 dps so people like started to leave and eventually we filtered out and it was good and we got everyone their stuff and honors who <laughs> who was our gm and who left had the nerve to be like do you mind if i roll on those <laughs> and i'm like you can't roll on nothing no you get the last scraps my dude yeah it's like not only are you not normally part of this raid team you actively chose to make a big deal about leaving this guild, so no, you should not have any sort of priority over any loot that drops. Very weird, but yeah, I'm, gl I'm glad we got it done, because I'm sure that was a... a with with the new patch dropping and both raid teams not having AOTC, it, it was beginning to feel a little bit weird. Like, I know it's not a full patch, but, you know, people want to do other things other than have to focus on getting Raz to get out, so... It was also weird, like, that uh, I wasn't able to be a part of helping this. I, I would have been there to try to help 
everyone get AOTC, but as I said, I did not really have the internet or the time. Every every night that during raid, I got I got back to the hotel afterwards, like after it was already ended, and I'm like, damn, these actual West Coast people. This is literally like right, like they 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 like scarf down dinner and then they're like into raid we go. Yeah, like I I don't know how the fuck they're doing that. Not to mention though that that's why the other group doesn't have any attendance because it's a proud more surfer <laughs> and it starts at literally like so fucking early it's like i i wasn't even done with my like meetings for work for the day and then like they're in there trying to raid i'm just glad that i got a chance to leave and watch that one episode of sailor moon where sailor neptune and uranus go bad and then they die and then in japanese it's like i love you my girlfriend and in english it's like Ah, it was super cool to go to summer camp, my cousin. (laughs) Spoilers. Speaking of going to summer camp, uh, immunization, what did you do at camp? Oh man, well, um, apparently at camp I visited California for the first time there was any significant rain since fucking 2009. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It's supposed to be like nice and sunny and then like... We go, like, on a site visits to solar sites, and it's, like, raining and windy and cloudy and actually kind of cold. I mean, because I wasn't prepared for it. Anyways, in WoW, I guess it is a bottom boot, because I have not been able to experience any of these things. I have not been able to attend raid. I It felt very disorienting not being able to, like, play a new patch live. I feel like this is the first time in a long time I've not been able to do that, so I'm very, very excited to slightly intoxicated experience a wow after this recording again. Darn tootin'. And now you, the listener, are going to experience our... $5 a month patrons. They include Command Sergeant Major Tazurla, fourth host of the Podcaster Monkey, Ahoy Vince, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarin, Digital Dave, Mitch, who wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't daddy, he's a literal child, Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Satius and Soup, Big Fat Ugly Bug Face eat Baby Eating Adorno says <laughs> I. Baby Gersh, Myth Gersh, Big Bear 13, Muv, Adam N, Ickus, Vander Lyle, D Gibbs, a generational... Talent, Smarf, Debase God, Slide Whistle says, Fuck Craig. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. With that, we are out of here. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, complaints, pancake recipes, edibles, send me. Send them to, to, to do not relent pod at gmail.com and or Navarra Coffin at gmail.com for those edibles. What about you two? Where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can join our podcast Discord at Do Not Relent.com. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. You can read the show's literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. And you can come watch me play Vigigrams at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. They are running a special event. I think if you watch World of Warcraft, you can earn your disco toy. I'll be streaming that technically today, March 24th, as well as several other times this weekend. So come on by if you want. Earn disco toy. I'll probably just be grinding up my humans so I can do the Heritage Armor quest. Disco biscuits. Isn't that where you uh, come on a, a biscuit, the last guy to spurt? 
has no, to that's, eat it. That's ookie cookie. Come on, keep, keep oh, up. Oh, I'm sorry. We called it jizz biscuit in my circles. We were a little more. <laughs> we were a little more direct. I never did this. I've only heard rumors of these things happening. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think anyone actually did this. <laughs> I, I think it's like one friend group in the 70s did, and they were like, "This is disgusting. We need to warn people it's about been this." Passed on for generations. Well, <laughs> passed on as a warning. <laughs> don't eat the ookie cookie. All right, that's it. We're gone, and remember, another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs> <laughs>